Hello and welcome to the 5D CFO podcast. My name is Angela Marie Christian and my mission is to help entrepreneurs and thought leaders rise to the 5D where we can find wealth in all dimensions in all areas of life. Enjoy. Hello, hello. This episode is going to be short and sweet. I feel like I always say that and then I end up rambling on. Um, but it's specifically for my entrepreneurs, although everyone is welcome to listen, of course. Um, today I wanted to talk about something that I have termed entrepreneurial endgame and what it looks like. So you'll know if you are experiencing that and then what you can do to move past that. Because in case you don't know, in case you're not a big Avengers fan like me. <laughs> I think I've seen Endgame specifically of the Avengers uh, movies probably 50 times. I just love that movie. I don't know why. But so I came up with this term because there's so many entrepreneurs that get to this space where it's like the next few moves are very crucial because they're most likely reaching the stage of burnout. And I'll give you some very uh, specific symptoms of this entrepreneurial endgame. It's so important because you're either going to burn out, your business is not going to be in the direction that you're wanting it to go. You might decide, I just can't do this. This is not what I thought entrepreneurship is all about. You know, you're going to keep just pushing through and creating some kind of health issue. So... These are five very specific problems that I help clients solve that are in this entrepreneurial endgame. I'm surprised I've been able to say that <laughs> clearly and not messed it up. So here's what it might look like. <clears throat> At least twice a month, you find yourself in a panic about covering payroll, your overhead expenses, saving for taxes, all of that. Two, um, you most likely have a lot of revenue coming in or a decent amount, but almost all of it goes out. And then you feel like you're on this like hamster wheel, constantly trying to just bring in more. Your creativity is shot due to the mental, emotional, and energetic drains of all of this. And you even find it hard to like post on social media just once or twice. I've definitely been there. I know how it feels. I often have to take little breaks, even though you know, they say consistency is key. I just can't force myself to post when I'm not feeling aligned, as I've mentioned before. Um, but if you typically are pretty consistent posting on social media and then you find that you're not, um, I would check in with yourself because there's probably something going on. Either you're needing to take a little space, go internally and like figure out, okay, am I needing to pivot or, or what's going on? Is there an inner energy leak or whatever. Um, if you're very self-aware, you'll probably be able to kind of ask yourself the right questions. If you're new to all of this and you don't know the right questions to ask, it's really helpful to have like a mentor or a coach to walk you through that. Number four, your heart starts racing and you get a knot in your stomach when you go to look at your bank account, whether business or personal. And no matter how much money is in there, and I've talked about this, um, on a different episode, but when I was in my early twenties, single mom, barely making it, I actually had a full cart of groceries ready to leave the grocery store with my daughter, who at that time was probably like seven or eight. 
and my car got declined and it was so traumatic. Um, and I had a feeling it would, I was scared to check my bank account. I would avoid it, which then tells unconscious mind, um, that it's a danger, that it's threatening your survival. Anytime you purposely avoid something over and over again, you're signaling to your unconscious mind that it's dangerous and you're going to go into fight or flight, which is what we do not want, especially as entrepreneurs, especially as anyone that's human, (laughs) but especially as entrepreneurs who have to juggle so much. So that stayed with me for a long time. Even when I had high six figures in the bank account, I would still get a knot in my stomach every time I would go to check my bank account um, until I actually utilized rapid resolution therapy and specifically a program I took from Andrea Crowder, who was on my podcast. Um, it's a program called WAP, Wealth Alignment Patterns. And there's specifically a clearing on there to clear this unconscious the way that unconscious mind has been processing this. Um, I don't like using the term block, but it really is a block. Um, So then you just find that you're in a constant loop worrying about money, whether it's, you know, even if you have a a lot of money, worrying when it's going to run out, do you have enough, feeling like you just don't have a handle on your money. You're just very triggered around money. That means there is a tab open that needs to be cleared because as entrepreneurs, it's very important that we are untriggered when it comes to money. So that way we're not allowing money to determine our mood. Money doesn't have that much power over us. So I love this exercise. I think it was created by Andrea Crowder as well, where you visually see whatever's causing you pressure. So in this case, a balloon, right? Or sorry, (laughs) you see whatever's causing you pressure. So in this case, money, and you see it like in a balloon. So as if you're just close your eyes, if you can, for a second, imagine yourself holding a balloon and inside is the money. It's causing you pressure. And I want you to say, I thought you had me, but now I have you. I thought it had me, but now I have it. And then just pop that balloon, let it fly. And just breathe out and think the word release because, and even if you aren't an entrepreneur, it's helpful, more than helpful to just not be triggered about money. Like I am not triggered by money. I'm neutral for the most part, no matter how much it's my bank account. I will feel a little excitement if I, you know, when I close a high paying client or I'm really but it's not just about the money. It's about, Ooh, what can I do for this client? You know? So it's not all about the money. It's more what I'm contributing. Um, and then finally, number five, you are just tired from working 10 plus hours a day, sometimes on the weekends. Uh, you don't know how to figure out if it's the right time to hire. And then even if you were to hire someone, what would you give them? What would you outsource? Should you hire a virtual assistant or should you hire more of like an operations person, you're just really, you know, confused. So these are all what I would call symptoms of entrepreneurial endgame, which means you really need to decide, you know, are you serious about this entrepreneurial venture? If so, then there's some steps to take both strategically and then energetically as well. And so some people will do the following. Um, These are mistakes that people are doing unknowingly to cause the problems I had just mentioned. 
Um, so one, you're very reactive with finances versus proactive. Um, so this might look like you just hire a bookkeeper and you think that's all you need, but bookkeeping is absolutely essential, but it's, it's a backwards view of what you've done. It's not being proactive with like cash flow forecasting, which is what I do for clients. Um, so cash flow forecasting is a very proactive way to make sure that you're on the right track for your business. Or you might not have a budget. You might just be throwing money at things. I know that I have had this issue in the past where if I'm feeling a little down, I will want to buy myself things, <laughs> which is very common. But now, right when I go, when if I see that happening and I like want to just go spend money, I'll ask myself, is this something I really need? And then I'll usually give myself like 24 to 48 hours to think about it. And then if it's like, yeah, you know, I actually do need this. For example, <laughs> I love Eminence, the skincare line. I'm not promoting them in any way. I'm not affiliated with them. I just love their product. And yesterday I was having a great day. It wasn't because I was down, but I wanted to spend like hundreds of dollars. Then I gave myself, you know, some time. Do I really need to spend all of that. Mm, I have so, so much skincare. Like, what do I really need? Okay. An exfoliator. I need some eye cream. Okay. So I will get what I need, but I'm not going to go crazy. Yes. I want it all, but <laughs> if you ever wanted to buy me a gift, eminence. Um, so just having a clear, almost like a very objective view of how you're spending your money and making sure that when you're about to splurge, that it's not emotional. Number two, your main focus is on just bringing in more revenue, more revenue. And it's usually like one-on-one. So it takes up so much of your energy and your time. So I really like to help clients brainstorm ways. I actually love this, um, ways to bring more revenue in that doesn't take up so much of their time and energy, but then also we shouldn't always just be focusing on revenue. We also need to be looking at your expenses and figuring out where you can, um, streamline, be more efficient. Like as an example, when I first started in this online world or online digital space, I took Amy Porterfield's digital course Academy, which was fantastic, but the software she recommends, uh, Kajabi is very expensive and I wanted to copy her success. So I literally copied all of her, her software, all of her processes, And I ended up spending way more money than I should have, right? So like, how can we simplify? That's a huge one. Number three, you are having trouble sleeping because you're just in this worry loop about running out of money, about spending money, which leaves you exhausted the next day. And you know, when you're exhausted, you're not in a state to produce your best work, to be creative, all of that. Uh, Number four, your thought process automatically is more focused on this lack and scarcity um, because of all the worry. And then you become really focused on what should be happening in your business or in your life. And you find that you're constantly beating yourself up about where you're at, about decisions you've made in the past. This is a big part of RRT is that things are the way they are because they should be that way because there is no past. There is no future. Like if I, you know, I've given this example before, but in case you're just tuning in, If I were to tell you, go find yourself yesterday and stop putting your pants on, like (laughs) you wouldn't be able to find it because it doesn't exist or go find your future 60 year old self and whatever, stop putting your makeup on. 
you wouldn't be able to find that person because it doesn't exist. So everything is as it should be because this is where, this is how it is. When you accept that, it's so powerful, but oftentimes these are unconscious programs. So it's not as easy as just saying, okay, I accept it. And like trying to talk yourself into that, it doesn't work. Energy doesn't lie. And these, um, the way that unconscious mind has been processing all of this isn't going to just fix itself. It has to be fixed. So this is what I do with people in one-on-one sessions and RRT, but then also in my 5D CEO society program, I do quarterly RRT clearings. I might do them more often if people really want them. It's still um, a new program, so I'm still designing it and seeing what people need, but you know, just being more aware. The first step you can, you can take is just being really aware. Are you finding yourself in lack scarcity, beating yourself up because whatever you focus on is going to expand because you're telling unconscious mind that that's important and that's what it's going to keep bringing you more of. So just be really aware of that. And then number five, you're probably avoiding looking at your bank account, which, you know, logically doesn't help. Um, but you're not wanting to feel triggered. So clearing that, um, block and that open tab is really important. And then next are five mistakes people make to try and fix those problems I just talked about. So one kind of mentioned it already, but you hire a bookkeeper thinking that's all you need for your business's financial, financial needs, but that's not true. You really do need, um, even just a fractional, which this is what I do, fractional CFO. So someone to even just put together a forecast for you. It can be done on a quarterly basis. It doesn't have to be something that's done monthly if you don't have the cash flow to support that. Number two, you might do like a, your meditation in the morning on wealth and abundance and feel really good for 30 minutes, but then you spend the rest of your day in worry and stress. So it completely cancels it out because, you know, quantum physics is all about energy and resonance. So if you aren't already feeling the way that you're wanting to feel, which I know sounds odd, but I get into that in other episodes and I really dive deep into that in my membership is figuring out, okay, so let's say you want a million dollars in your bank account. How will you feel? Then tapping into that feeling right now and then maintaining it no matter what. And that's a, it's a lot more difficult than it sounds. Number three, you just keep pushing and trying to sell more and more and more, even when you don't feel energetically aligned. Like, look, people can feel your energy, um, even if they can't voice that or they don't know that logically, they can feel it. And if you're putting off needy energy or energy like you're not into it, they're going to feel that and they're not going to want to work with you. I know I've made that mistake in the past where I've just like tried to do a launch, even though I was like going through a divorce and all of this stuff. And I couldn't have held space for a lot of people. And thank God, like only two people signed up during that time because that's really all I could manage. Number four, you read all the manifestation books, but you don't actually take action on the reprogramming of your unconscious mind and of your nervous system, because that's really, really key. Your nervous system, most people are walking around in fight or flight. When you're in fight or flight, the energy is being pulled from your brain, sent to your limbs to run fast or to your jaw to bite, to fight, right? So you're not in your highest levels of intuition, wisdom, creativity, humor, any of that uh, when you're in fight or flight. So getting that cleared is very important. And the number five, you haven't matched up a very clear goal with an elevated emotion to get you to where you're wanting to be. And that's more of like the quantum 
uh, physics as well. So a lot of people get here because of the norms that we were taught as children. And I'm, I was one of them. So no one in my family went to college. I just thought, okay, I'm going to get really good grades. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a good job. And then I'm going to be successful. Did not work. (laughs) I even put myself through business school. All that gave me was $170,000 in student loans, which I'm very close. I only have three years left to pay off, but got me in the door for interviews, but I did not learn how to be an entrepreneur in that program. Um, and this is like drilled into our heads as children. And honestly, it takes the creativity out of us that we were born with. And the school system really just trains people how to be good employees. It doesn't teach kids how to be entrepreneurs. And that's something I really want to change. Um, so, you know, that's one of the reasons why so many entrepreneurs struggle because we weren't taught this. We were drilled, like the opposite was drilled into us for so long. So it's not your fault, but now that you know, you know, take the steps you need to get on track. And then another norm is like, you have to work really, really hard to be wealthy. I know people who work four hours a day and they're multimillionaires, you know? Um, yes, sometimes in the beginning you have to work longer hours, but, um, it's not like if everybody just think about this, does everybody that works really hard, are they all wealthy? No, like janitors aren't wealthy. Teachers aren't wealthy, although they should be. So that doesn't make any sense when you really think about it. Another norm is like, just stay in high vibes and positive thinking, and that will bring you wealth. No, it won't because energy is energy and energy doesn't lie. Um, I actually did a bunch of shadow work or I've been doing it for this last week. And I felt such a weight lifted because instead of ignoring all of the darkness, all of the shadow, um, all of the things that are in your unconscious, um, when you acknowledge them and shine the light on them and then become your whole self, you are able to manifest things a lot faster. And again, I get into all of this more in my membership. Um, I just wanted to share this information with you today because I've just been working on this for a while now and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm ready to share it now. And then finally, you know, we were taught money is evil. Money's hard to come by. Money doesn't grow on trees. Just think about how many times your parents or caretakers talked negatively about money, right? All of this is an issue energetically and strategically. The way that you can start working yourself out of this is to, first of all, just be aware to start noticing repeated negative thoughts and figure out where you want to go, right? And then where, where are you already resourced that you might not be tapping into? And, you know, I've had clients in the past, I've been doing this work for over a decade. I've had CEOs who their businesses have $30 million in the bank account and they're super unhappy. They're super worried about money. They work night and day. And then they've built themselves into this prison because the company couldn't run without them. And that's not what I want. I'm building a company where my children could step in and take over or, you know, whatever. I want my company to go on long after I'm not here. And I want to set up a very specific charities I want to help with. Like there's a lot that I have planned, but I'm going to build myself out of the business so that If I want to take a month off, I can to go travel with my kids or whatever. I don't want my business to just be relying on me only. Like if I stop working, the money stops coming in. That That is building a prison for yourself. So um, that's something I help my clients with too, is trying to figure out how can we 
make this so that, of course, you want to be working in your business, but then you can also build a team that can help it run even when you're not there, when you're needing to take time off. So I hope this was helpful. And um, if you're wanting to know more information or you have questions for me, definitely reach out, DM me on Instagram at Angela Marie Christian or email me Angela at Angela Christian.com. Or you can jump into the membership, um, which I have, I'm not officially like launching, uh, publicly until this October 17th. But if you go to the link now, you can get in and we have a guest speaker coming in next week to talk about clearing, um, stuck emotions. And she has helped me <laughs> manifest so much. So But if not, I'm always here if you have questions and I hope this was helpful. And if you, if any of those, you know, pain points resonated with you, it's okay. Don't be hard on yourself. Just, you know, applaud yourself for listening to podcasts like this, for really being aware of what needs to change. So have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to the 5D CFO podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tag me on social media. You can find me at Angela Marie Christian on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. If you haven't purchased my best-selling book, Manifestation Mastery yet, it's priced at 99 cents on Amazon for the Kindle version.